Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome, Welcome back, back to, back Ugg, to Ugg, Mondays. Ugg Monday. <laughs> also known as um um. Sheesh. Let's um. I have been saving some Reddit stories, so I figured I could read some of these for you. Read Please read away. Let's see. This is for, yeah. We're just hopping into it, guys. You know, yeah. you know how it is. Diving. All right. Let's see. Doctor slash. This is from Ask Reddit. Doctor slash biologist of Reddit. What is the most terrifying disease that you can get? And this is a specific comment from that thread. And they said, "My favorite copy pasta of all time." rabies it is exceptionally common but people just don't run into the animals that carry it often skunks especially and bats let me paint you a picture oh boy you go camping and at midday you decide to take a nap in a nice little hammock while sleeping a tiny brown bat in the rage stages of infection is fidgeting in broad daylight uncomfortable and thirsty due to the hydrophobia and you snort startling him he goes into attack mode, except you're asleep, and he's a little brown bat, so he weighs about six grams. You don't even feel him land on your bare knee, and he starts to bite. His <gasps> teeth are tiny, hardly enough to even break the skin, but he does manage to give you the equivalent of a tiny scrape that goes completely unnoticed. Rabies does not travel in your blood. In fact, a blood test won't even tell you if you have it. Antibody tests may... Uh, may be done but are useless if you've ever been vaccinated you wake up none the wiser if you notice anything at the bite side at all you'd assume that you lightly scraped it on something the bomb has been lit and your nervous system is the wick the rabies will multiply along your nervous system doing virtually no damage and completely undetectable you literally have no symptoms it may be four days, it may be a year, but the camping trip is almost is most likely long forgotten. Then one day, your back starts to ache, or maybe you get a slight headache. At this point, you're already dead. Oh there is God. no cure. The sole caveat to this is the Milwaukee Protocol, which leaves most patients dead anyway, oh. and the survivors mentally disabled, disabled and is seldom done. See below. There is no treatment. It has a 100% kill rate. Absorb that. Not a single other virus on the planet has a 100% kill rate. Only rabies. And once you're symptomatic, it's over. You're dead. Oh so God. what does that look like? Your headache turns into a fever and a general feeling of being unwell. You're fidgety, uncomfortable, and scared as the virus that has taken its time getting into your brain finds a vast network of nerve endings. It begins to rapidly reproduce, starting at the base of your brain where your pons is located. This is the part of the brain that controls communication between the rest of the brain and the body, as well as sleep cycles. Oh, my Atlanta. Next, you become anxious. You think that you only have a mild fever, but suddenly you find yourself becoming scared, even horrified, and it doesn't occur to you that you don't know why. This is because the rabies is chewing up your um, amygdala, that part of your brain is a hard Oh, yeah. Hard yeah. Oh, my God. 
as your cerebellum becomes hot with the virus, you begin to lose muscle coordination and balance. You think maybe it's a good idea to go to the doctor now, but assuming a doctor is smart enough to even run the test necessary in the few days that you have left on the planet, odds are they'll only be able to tell your loved ones that you what you died of later. You're twitchy, shaking, and scared. You have the normal fear of, of not knowing what's going on, but with the virus really fucking your brain, this is amplified a hundredfold. It's around this time that the hydrophobia starts. You're horribly thirsty. You just want water, but you can't drink. Every time you do, your throat clamps shut and you vomit. This has become a legitimate active fear of water. You're thirsty, but looking at a glass of water begins to make you gag and shy back in fear. The contradiction is hard for your hot brain to see at this point. By now, the doctors will have to put you on IVs to keep you hydrated, but even that is futile. You were dead the second that you had a headache. You begin hearing things or not hearing things at all as your th uh, thalamus goes. You taste sounds, you see smells, everything starts feeling like the most horrifying acid trip anyone has ever been on. Wow. With your hippocampus long under attack, you're having trouble remembering things, especially family. You're alone, hallucinating, thirsty, confused, and absolutely undeniably terrified. Everything scares the literal shit out of you at this point. These strange people in lab coats, these strange people standing around your bed crying, who keep you trying to get trying to get you to drink something. Oh, she wants me to read her oh, book. Sorry. I see. Oh. oh, the Cookie Monster book. I'll read it to you in just a little bit. Sorry. It's okay. I'm so used to it. Would you like this bowl? Oh, nice. It appeased but the baby. For now. <laughs> um Let's see. These strange people standing around your bed crying who keep trying to get you to drink something. Um, and it's only been about a week since that little headache that you've completely forgotten. Time means nothing to you anymore. Funny, uh, funny enough, you know now how the bat felt when he bit you. Eventually, you'll slip into the dumb rabies phase. Your brain has started the process of shutting down. Too much of it has been turned to liquid virus. Your face droops. You drool. You're all but unaware of what's around you. A sudden noise or light might startle you, but for the most part, it's all you can do to just stare at the ground. You, ha you haven't really slept for about 72 hours. Then you die. Always you die. And there's not one fucking thing anyone can do for you. Then there's the question of what do you do with your corpse? I mean, sure, uh, burying it is the right thing to do, but the fucking virus can survive in a corpse for years. What? You could kill every rabid animal on the planet today, and if two years from now some moist, preserved, rotten hunk of used-to-be brain gets eaten by an animal, it starts all over again. Wow. That's insane. Scary, right? Wow, that, it's, like, it's like the new plague, man. What the fuck? Why are we not freaking more out about this? I, I guess because, like, I, I don't know if it's, like, a common vaccine. Are we vaccinated for rabies? I don't know. All I know is I that if you have rabies or you got bitten and you think they have rabies, you do the shots in the stomach or whatever for, like, uh -huh. four months or something. Yeah, it's, it's like you have to... 
you have yeah. to take care of it right then and there. Yeah. Because like if uh-huh. you don't, then that what's what late. I just read, that's what's that's gonna, happen. gonna happen. Oh my god. Isn't that terrifying. Oh, that's horrifying. And mom and dad's house always we always have fruit bats flying in the air. You oh know? yeah, we do too here. Uh-huh. And we always have uh possums show up and they look like deranged and so we're like, <laughs> stay away, dogs. Don't go yeah, there. Please. But the dogs get sprayed by skunks all the time. <laughs> all the time oh my god that's that would be terrible yes let's see do you want me to do another one Mm -hmm. let's see i actually let's see if there's anything else on this thread that's uh that's worth someone said anton syndrome may not be the scariest but definitely still very strange and distressing essentially you get bilateral visual cortex strokes with some uh parietal cortex damage so you're completely blind, but you don't know you're blind. These people will swear on their mother's grave that they can see, but then walk straight into a wall. Imagine going the rest of your life genuinely believing that you can see despite constantly being told otherwise. What? What the fuck? That's wild. That's scary. Let's see if there's anything else interesting on this thread. Biologists here fibrodysplasia ossificans progressiva your muscles and tendons slowly turn into bone rendering you immobile in constant pain due to pinched nerves and unable to speak or eat you basically just become a fully sentient statue that is in constant agony that that's not acceptable <laughs> that's gross oh my god oh my god there's a reply here oh god. i did a report on fop the same the same thing yeah, that they're yeah. talking about in college and i honestly think that one of the most horrifying things that i read during my research was that a lot of people with fop end up having to choose the position that they freeze in like do they want to spend the rest of their lives laying down sitting or standing and when they have to do whichever they choose so that their muscles and tendons ossify in those positions it was horrifying and i've been super interested in weird ass diseases for most of my life wow ah that's scary nastiest shit i've ever heard (laughs) wow that's awful i can't imagine that I don't know why, but that like really fun. like to choose. It's like if but that's you no know, way like, to live, man. No, you know? it's like if oh uh, Medusa was was yeah, you know, like slowly freezing uh, you. Oh my god! Uh, no. Okay. Here's another another one from a biologist. I'm going to go with pyron diseases. They can hang out in your body for decades before causing symptoms, have no known treatments, and are very difficult to destroy. I'm also personally uncomfortable with the idea of proteins in my body misfolding. Hmm. Huh. I don't I don't actually know what that what that is, but all right, let's see. Oh, Katie, you got to hop on this thread because I already know. People have read it. What is the scariest thing that happened to you on a camping trip? (laughs) Katie's favorite. favorite. (laughs) Anything in the woods, bitch. Yes. Top comment. (laughs) A friend and I made the mistake of driving to the nearest town to watch the Blair Witch Project, (gasps) only to return to our campsite scared out of our minds. 18-year-old tough guy slept in the truck with all the windows covered. 
covered. My friends snuck out at night and built the damn sticks from the movie and put them on the windshield and then scared himself because he heard a noise. He woke me up with his scream. We drove a hundred miles home, freaked out, and left all of our camping gear there. Oh my god. <laughs> Asshole friend. Let's see. Um camping dur during a severe thunderstorm we can hear every so often a tree breaking and falling we just waited in our tents to get crushed it didn't happen zero out of ten would not recommend whoa Somebody i've heard a tree fall it is the most horrifying thing oh my god uh -huh. you know mm -hmm. the crackling sound yes uh, and then the thump of it and it is a heavy ass tree we and talked oh we talked about this like briefly on on an episode a couple weeks ago where I was like, I think I have a phobia of trees falling now. <laughs> like the roots. You know, the like one the you roots. showed me last night too. Oh my God. <laughs> the one where it should have died. I still, oh. there's a name for those types of sticks that fall out of trees. They're <laughs> meant to kill. Like they could kill. <laughs> who are you? It reminds me of like, what was it? From like Annabelle or something. The first one where like the... No, it's not from Annabelle. It's from The Omen, where oh. there's like a big, uh, like metal pipe thing that falls down from like a really high place <gasps> and kills uh, a, a. That's what I. It would like do a the pastor same thing. or something. Yes. Oh my god. Let's see. So I was camping with my church youth group. Oh, good start. One year, <laughs> and we were camping on one of the group's leader's property that was right in the edge of the forest. Anyways, a group of us decides to mess with one of the older kids. He was 17 then by jump scaring him with one of those serial killer hockey masks. It was very juvenile. I know. So one of us goes to see if he's in his tent. They walk up and yell, hey, are you in there? And we hear response of go away in his voice. So the kid with the mask went up to his tent and tried to shake it, then pop out wearing the mask. But that's when we realized he isn't in there. We're confused. So we head back to the main group up at the fire where we find the kid who, uh, who had said that he'd been at the fire for the past two hours. Mind you, there was no way for him to have gotten from his tent and to the fire before us. The scariest part that was that that night I heard footsteps walking around my tent all night along with the howls of groups of coyotes out in the woods. I still joke that we were visited by SWs. Oh my God. The prevalence of SWs in camping stories. I hate it. I, hate I mean, it. everyone says that. I'm like, I don't know, guys. I don't know. But the stories are just, they just send me every time. There's just never been a story that's in the woods that hasn't scared the shit I know. out of me. <laughs> Katie's favorite. <laughs> I love see. them. This one says, solo camping in North Idaho, miles from the nearest trailhead, trailhead or road. I was sleeping in my tent through a huge thunderstorm. At one point, I heard a loud crash, but it was raining too hard to go out and investigate. In the morning, I found that a very large tree, maybe two feet in diameter, had come down not three feet from my tent. If that tree had fallen just a bit to one side, it would have come down on top of me and there was no way that I could have reached medical help. I would have died oh. on that mountain. Ugh. Oh my God. That's my new fear. I've never thought about that. Being in a tent while the trees fall. Uh, 
Fuck yes. That. Somebody replied to that comment and said that actually happened to a friend of mine, but the tree actually fell on her tent. She wound up losing one of her legs and needing <gasps> like 20 something surgeries. Holy shit. No. Okay. I'm never New camping fear. again. Me no, no, either. No. Nope. <laughs> no, thanks. No. And Joey was talking about getting us all together to do a fall family camp trip. No. Fuck that. not happening. Sorry. This is why we glamp. We glamp only. We go in a cabin. Yeah. Take me to the fucking Hilton, bitch. Yes. <laughs> that crazy. would be so much more fun. I don't, mm, I don't like being in the woods. I don't really anymore. have an urge. I did. I did a lot of camping when I was younger, but. Yeah, same. Now, when uh, I was a counselor, yeah, I was always on the island and in the woods. It's it's not all that great I'm, at night when you're sleeping. It's not. <laughs> it's fun to walk in. I get it, but there's I'm snakes good. in there. There's trees that could apparently kill you in there. <laughs> Jesus, fuck that. SWs. I'm, I'm just gonna keep my that. ass in the house. <laughs> Find me in the house. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that was a great episode. Thank you I for so reading us your Reddit links. You're I welcome. Had a great time today. Uh, hey, have a good day at work, everyone. We love. I love you. I love you. I just <laughs> want to take a picture. Just let me take a picture. Bye. Oh Bye, guys. <laughs>